I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast. The Birmingham League Show. For your latest dose of all things Birmingham League cricket. And welcome back to another episode of the Cow Corner Podcast Birmingham League Show, episode 19. You can connect with the podcast as always on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook using the hashtags Cow Corner and BDPCL Show or using the at tags at Cow Corner Pod on Twitter and at tag Cow Corner Podcast on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. You can now watch the podcast on YouTube, as well as all of our other video content, including shorts, video highlights, and more. You already know that. The podcast is partnered with Warwickshire Cricket Club and Hawk Cricket. And throughout the year, we'll be working with our partners to give back to you, the Cow Corner community. Anyway, I'm James Hill. And once again, I am joined by my good friends, the chef, Sam Whitney, and the best looking man in Birmingham League cricket, rich man's Jack Black, Will Parton. How are we guys? Very good, thank you. Very good. Good, mate. Really good. Just watching Leicester beat Newcastle. So uh, Leeds are going to go down. So Is that actually what's you're happening? You're happy? Nah, it's no, no. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> I don't want to upset, upset you yet. <laughs> Start me on a downer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Therapy session podcast. Talking of that, anyway, the weather's been fantastic, and it kind of feels like the cricket season's finally begun. Yeah, I just remembered that my aircon doesn't work, which um, didn't work last year. So uh, it's the first time <laughs> this year that it's bothered me. So, yeah, the de- weather's definitely picked up. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Blue sky, bit of sun, cricket's back. It genuinely feels like it's only just the season's only just started. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. Yeah, looking, for- I'm looking forward to it now. It, like the start of it, it felt like every. Every game was a bit of a friendly and, mm-hmm. you know, we were just waiting around, watching it rain. But now it started and we're back into it. I think it needed needed our uh, local derby against Sheffield to get things going, really. 
Yeah. I didn't want to bring that up too early. (laughs) Great place to start. (laughs) More on that later. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So since we last spoke in our last, well, since our last episode, we have announced that we're doing our big cow corner day out. Yes, we are. And uh, we're doing quite well on the ticket sales, are we not? Yeah, we're doing really well at the moment. So uh, Birmingham Bears, they've given us two sections of the Hollies, which we have got. So anyone who uses the discount or promotional code COWPOD23, basically you not only get discount for your ticket, so there's discount levels. So 1 to 5, 5 to 10, 10 to 15, 20 plus. The Obviously, the more that you buy in a group, the more discount you get. But everyone who buys with that discount promotional code all ends up in the same area of the Hollies. So it's going to be, it's going to be a bit crazy. A lot of people talking about it and wanting to buy tickets, but don't keep it all talk. Make sure you buy them. Get down there. It's going to be a really good day. I would have thought, wouldn't it, boys? Yeah, I know. We've already got. I think we got. I think Ponsbury lead in the way at the moment. They bought a group of sixteen. Wow. They're uh, they're, they're setting the setting the standards so far. That's uh, that's some going. Are the Bridge North boys looking at coming across? The, Will Sam even the team who's playing Ponsbury unofficial signing there was it? <laughs> yeah, the team who were playing Ponsbury on the Saturday must be uh, pretty happy then. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think the boys will 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 be able to get a a decent group there. Yeah. So ho- hopefully, I'll be able to come. But, um, I might have other commitments, but uh, don't give us this. Let's Sam. See. See what see what we can do. See what we can do. <laughs> it just I, I know every time that we've been to the cricket together, it's ended up uh, pretty bad for me. And then um, the in a game, good in a good way, in a good way, though, Sam. Let's, 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 let's in, not... Yeah, in a good way. But then I, I have to play cricket the next day, and <laughs> the old, the older you get, the uh, the harder it is to bowl after after twenty points at the cricket. But, um... <laughs> Well, you and know, then, and then, and then twenty acres in about or wherever we were. Well, you know, we're just going to take the experience on a bigger scale, and we're going to take everyone out with us. So it's going to be, it's going to be good. And um, say it quietly, we do, we are looking at doing a big challenge at the interval, which uh, we're. I'm currently in talks with the Birmingham Bears as to kind of how big a scale we can get this, but uh, plans so far sound really exciting, don't they, Will? Yes, very much so, and we're hoping it can be a bit of a spec on the day mm. get everyone involved in that one. So uh, if you haven't got your ticket, can't take part, can't make all of yourself and all your friends. <laughs> talking talking of challenges, we have had an unofficial challenge from Chris Colker and Oliver Covell, who said they are willing to take on any comers in a boat race. Now, I think we've probably got a good enough side between us if we could whip something up guys i think you know beef's got to be a good beef's got to be a cert for that he's got to be he's got to be able i'd to like to see in. after what we've just talked about i'd like to see harrison and uh Amphlet take them on <laughs> that'd be <laughs> great that'd be great <laughs> it's all about it's all about the staging <laughs> of your team in your boat race as well isn't it you don't you want you want someone good at the start and someone who's good in the middle and a good finisher you kind of want to split your your weaker members up yeah. there. you kind of want to be able to able to pull that one back i've seen there's been quite a few double pint sinkings going down at uh, london road well has this been preparation for the big day uh no it's generally if you're new at the club or it's your birthday or you, you play well 
um, you score some runs, take some wickets, then you have to do a two-pointer. So I think it's just been birthdays and uh, newcomers that I've been doing at the moment. But uh, <laughs> I think the, our latest signing decided to do a two-pointer of uh, WKD Blue, which was an interesting choice. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. About £35 probably cost for a two-pointer of WKD, I would have thought. Um and then followed up by one of Guinness. But Guinness has Guinness and bitter, they're not gassy. So mm. no, yeah, easier no, to um, slide down. It's, it, there's method in the madness mm. on those. We've got there a was... couple behind the bar and it's always worth it. There was a... Uh, and obviously, there... he still hasn't finished this from last year. <laughs> so um, that's there somewhere, just building a nice skin on the top. <laughs> ready. I do I do remember there was a... We went on tour, well, not the podcast, but my cricket team went on tour to it team in Yorkshire called Follyfoot and they had a an, an, an initiation where the uh, all new players had to sink a pint of cider, pint of lager and then a pint of ale one after the other and I mean that's tough it, it is it's the results were quite actually were quite funny actually and it was it was a struggle um but yeah if you do if you do fancy a look go to instagram and follow find folly for cricket club it's it's probably a while back now since they've done them if they've if i don't know if i haven't looked if they're still churning them out there but it's definitely worth the search for anyone out there but yeah if you are thinking of coming to the day it's gonna be a good (laughs) it's gonna be it's gonna be a great day out and there's gonna basically all cricket clubs we want to get all cricket clubs in the midlands and shropshire all to head to Edgebaston, all in these two blocks that we've been given, and we're just going to have a great day out, big party, everyone all together, and uh, yeah, whether you're actually whether you're drinking alcohol or not, it doesn't matter. We just want you to all have a great time, have some fun, and yeah, hopefully, if we can pull this challenge off and we get the okay from the Bears, it's that that alone is going to be a reason to get involved and to come. It's going to be massive, but yeah. I, um... The Bears have started like off with a good pitch. with a good victory, and uh, the Rapids have yet to start their campaign. But uh, yeah, good start for the Bears. But uh, yeah, what are you going to say, Will? You where where are you next day? Uh, we've got Mosley. Ah, oh, lovely. And uh, I was going to ask us if I could stay at his, but I'd have to travel <laughs> with him to Shrewsbury for the game because it's at Harper's. <laughs> <laughs> Share a lift with him. I, I did. I did tell that to Lewis, and he was like, "Well, we've been waiting for you." He was like, "Where's Will?" He's like, "Oh, he's coming down with Mosley." <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know how well that would go down, or if Fuzzy would let me in his house. <laughs> <laughs> have you got something? Have you got West Brom? Yeah, West Brom away, so it'd be worthwhile staying over, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A big one. Well, well, we'll we'll see if we can get some accommodation sorted for us, Cow Corner boys. But anyway, enough of that. It's really exciting. So make sure you go on. If you go onto any of our social medias, you can find the link in our bio, and you can click on there, and it brings up all of our links. And then if you click on the ticket link option, that will hit you straight to the site with the code already input. So you can just get straight onto it. If not, just put the cowpod23. And once you've booked your ticket, please send us an email or a DM with your club name and who is turning up out of your party. And what we'll do is we then send that over to the Birmingham Bears and Edge Baston, and that guarantees you also discounted food and drink on the day as well if everything else wasn't enough. But anyway, let's get on to talking about some cricket. So on the... <laughs> 
So on the 14th on the 14th of May the much anticipated final took place between the two best tossers in the whole of the Birmingham league. Uh, Ombudsley took on Wolverhampton and to the delight of many we had some good weather which meant we were able to get a game on in the final of the Graham Williamson trophy. Wolverhampton won the toss and elected to bat. Thomas Fell opened the batting and got a solid 41. Zia Ulhak Parwani top scored with 50 off 46 balls but both bats fell to Ben Hallam, who finished with three for 29 from him, seven. And he was the pick of the Ombersley attack. Will Neald, Ben Horn and Hassan Kwame all chipped in with 20s. Whilst with the ball, Liam Gwynn picked up two for 36 off six, with Taylor Cornell getting two for 40 off his eight. Then in reply in the second innings, Ombersley started well with Haynes and Cornell putting on a 73-run opening partnership before Haynes fell to Horn, caught and bowled for 33. Cornell then pushed on before he too fell victim foot to Horn for 78. Nick Hammond then fell four balls later to Horn with Ombersley needing 32 off seven overs. Then Rizwan Hussain went into turbo mode. The Ombersley man smashing 30 off the next 14 balls to end up 31 not out of 17 balls. Skipper Liam Gwynn with the best seat in the house there finishing with a solid one not out of six as Ombersley cruised to a seven wicket victory with three and a half overs to spare over the team who currently sit top of the Birmingham League Division One. So guys, nice to actually get a game of cricket in the Graham Williamson. It's funny as it would have been if my prediction was true. It's nice that the final was actually played. <laughs> not had to it decided on a toss, which would have been not great for the competition, mm-hmm. which you know could be the last year of the competition. You never know. Um, yeah. That's up for discussion, isn't it? Which they actually put it on the website. Mm. Um, the league did so. It, you know, it's good to give that actually finally finishing the game and a good way to finish the game off as well because you don't want those sort of going into the last couple of last couple of balls, last over, do you? So mm-hmm. doing a couple of overs to spare with an explosive knock at the end. Would have been a good finish, I imagine. Where do you think it? Where do you think this season does leave the Graham Williamson? Do you think that there would be still questions about it if we wouldn't have had such bad weather this year? Probably not. No, probably not. But I know it's split on people who like the Williamson and people who don't. It's about the same sort of split with the people who like fifty-five over cricket and you don't. Same sort of split. Mm. So can't imagine the league would just abandon it without a vote. But they might have to make a decision based on how they said the national knockout is going to go going forward from now on. Mm. What What are your thoughts on the Graham Williamson? What do you think oh, they should do? Um, I like the competition. It's always good to get a run out um, before the league starts. But is it worth having a competition purely for a run out, which has to be organised and balls organised for and umpires and all of that? I mean, if people just wanted a run out, they'd set themselves a friendly. Mm. Um, which a lot of clubs do. Do you think um, that? Do you think that something they would replace it with something else in the schedule, or like you said, do you think that they would just leave it open because of the national knockout? Um, no, I think it could have had a bit more on it, and I think the fact that it was going to be played at New Road this year may give an incentive for clubs to want to do well. Maybe an incentive to go out and win the competition and put out a good Sunday side. I know it's, it gets harder and harder every year for people to commit themselves to two days of cricket. Mm. Um, if it clashes with lots of minor counties, if it clashes with the national knockout, with them adding an extra preliminary round to that competition, 
Um, is it worth putting it on if people can't put their best team there mm. until later in the year? Is it worth waiting and starting it halfway through the year? You know, if they really want the competition to do well and to to start, is it worthwhile waiting until later in the year when mm. most teams are out of their T20s and um, probably out of the national knockout? Yeah, because you look at you even look at the T twenties that started this uh, weekend. So in the in the T twenties that started this weekend, Dorridge beat Leamington, the twenty twenty one runners up by six wickets. West Brom beat Tamworth by six wickets. Uh, Smethwick twenty twenty one champs beat Lichfield by four wickets. Bromsgrove beat the Graham Williamson champs Ombersley by eight wickets. Berkswell beat Mosley by one hundred nineteen runs. Harborne beat Kenilworth by 102 runs and Coventry and North Warwickshire beat K&D by eight wickets. And you, you look at some of the sides out there and there's, you know, especially the Mosley side, some of them, some of the players that were selected didn't even have play cricket accounts <laughs> linked to mm. them. So it's, it, is it a bit of a question in regards to the cup competitions, would you say, guys, on the uh, ability for people to play Saturdays and Sundays? You want, you want to play as much cricket as you can right? and you know, especially in a year when you've got games that are rained off, but we played 22 games in our league season, which is four games more than what a lot of other leagues play. A lot of the leagues only play 18 games. I know down south they do. We have one of the longest league schedules already. So then you add another week at the start of that, which is 23. You know, if you do well in that, it's another five games or, or three, four, five games. You're well in your 2020s, it's another three, four, five games in the national knockout and you play well to another three but you end up playing two seasons I think I've when we in the past when we play well in all our competitions I've played 40 games in a, in a cricket in a season but I guess it all depends, it's, I guess it's, yeah. Yeah, it all depends on your club strength if you get rid of these guys if you get rid of them and the teams that don't enter the national knockout they're the ones that lose out on the game of cricket really mm. everyone else still plays their game because they're saying we can't play it because it clashes so everyone still has a game in a competition everyone really wants to do well in. Mm. And now it's one you can go and play against teams and clubs in areas you don't potentially ever play that before. I guess it gives you a, it gives you a good look at players who may be on the peripheral, you know, the edges of potentially moving from twos to ones or people who you may have just signed who you want to give a bit of a game to and obviously give people who are bit out of four, making sure that they can have a bit of a knock as well. Well, they're not won by the first team, really, these competitions. Mm. They're won by the club. Mm. Um, I think when we won it in 2011 or wherever it was, we used 25 to 30 players in that competition mm. to get overall to get through to the final. Mm. So, you know, you can't do it on just your core, you know, 10, yeah. well, 15, 15 players yeah. having your first team. So you use your whole club to get through. Yeah, so in the second round of the T20 Challenge, we've got Hales Owen versus Barnards Green. Barnt Green, last season's champions, versus Bromsgrove. Wolverhampton versus Smethwick. West Bromwich Dartmouth versus Himley. Shrewsbury take on Schiffnall. Werfield take on Bridgenorth. Berkswell versus Coventry and North Warwickshire. And Dorridge take on Harborne, last season's runners up so guys Whitney how are you guys going to look to attack this game against Werfield are you going to turn up this time yeah it, it might be the only game that I play against Werfield this season but uh yeah I think I'll be available um I've no idea when it is but uh <laughs> the 
I mean, going from last year, we, I mean, we got through to finals there last year. I think we only had to win a couple of games. I, I know, like teams didn't put out strong sides, and I mean, it was quite, it's quite easy if you're a Shropshire team, you, well, because there isn't many teams in Shropshire in the Birmingham League, you pretty much get a bye first round. So I think we only had to win a couple of games, and we got through to the, to finals day. But it was, it was quite good for us in in terms of the season. It, you know, just winning a couple of games in midweek, a few, a few players getting a, a bit of a hit and and got a little bit of momentum and, and started winning some games. But yeah, it's it's a tough one. I mean, there was there wasn't even meant to be a finals day this, uh, last year, but we we pretty much asked for one. We said, well, there's no point in. I think we were meant to play. It was Harborn and. We were, tr- we were trying to get Harborn for a six o'clock start and we just couldn't get a team for it. So there was no reason why they couldn't do a finals day on a Sunday where all four teams are there and you can make a bit of a spectacle of it. So mm-hmm. I don't know why they kind of went away from that because that's how it's always always kind of been. But yeah. If you want to get the games in, it might be the, I, think, I think it's a good way to do, go. Go more of those days, almost like mini festivals that you have. Yeah. So, Teams go get drawn in their area. You win your little area and you go through. Mm. You know, yeah. It doesn't even have to be your area, does it? If it's a full day's cricket on a Sunday, yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. Torn, the, um... A couple of little tournois mm. to get yeah. through to the next round. Mm. You could do it in two days. Yeah, yeah. Or two, three days yeah. rather than have have to play four games and try and arrange a team four times you could potentially do it over two yeah I remember playing I think we played Oswestry a couple of years ago and I think we st- the first round was like the start of April and it was eight o'clock and it was pitch black so what what is going on why why have they scheduled it for you had to get your, your game in by this time and you know no one, no one from Bridge North getting to Oswestry Street for a half five start so yeah no it, it, yeah it's it was a strange one. Mm. Remember when we played you and Ed Fosdro from Manchester? I remember. And he got there <laughs> and I said, Ed, you're in next. And he was like, oh, can't somebody else? I went, no, you've got to go next. So I made him pad up. You literally walked out of the danger room and had to walk straight onto the pitch. And all his gear on it, just walking out. And you think, did you clean him up? Yeah. I, yeah, did, a foster, I, did, I, did, I did foster two and two. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. And then she cleaned him at first ball, and then you hit him. You hit him for six to win the game, didn't you? Or was it me? Me and I think he bowled about four overs for about fifty-five. Yeah, because like all the way from Manchester. Like, oh. I know most people don't have to travel that far, but it's no different to having to travel from the other side of Birmingham to one of our games, yeah. is it? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's interesting and it'll be interesting to see how these uh, games turn out and obviously we'll carry on with the coverage of that. But we'll move ourselves on now to our Division 1s and 2 reviews. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In Division 1, since we last spoke, we nearly had a full round of fixtures in both weeks 5 and 6. Barn Green couldn't get a game on versus K&D and Kenilworth were unable to get the game on against Shrewsbury. But aside from those fixtures, we got two weeks of cricket under our belts. For me, I'd, I'd probably say leaders Wolverhampton are the ones to pick out as they find themselves in top spot. And after a good win at home to Kiddy, they then follow that up by a winning draw on the road to Berkswell. Ben Horn uh, leading the way with the bat in both games Horn top scoring versus Kiddy with 78 not out, and then followed that up with a solid 54 versus Berkswell. Raman Jock Jaswal and Zia Ulhak Parwani top scoring with 67 and 61 in that game, respectively. I think probably best to start, Will, with a bit unfortunate not to get the game on against uh, Kenilworth. Yeah, it was a bit too wet, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> that's all I can say, really. If it was uh if it was if the conditions were better we would have played, wouldn't we? And that was up to the umpires. And that's all I can really say on that one. Mm. Um I know that leagues like has pointed out that the twice now that it was they were frustrated with it and that's fair, you can be if you you know, their opinion was that it was fit to play and we didn't think it was, neither did the umpires. So the game didn't go ahead unfortunately. And it was strange that they had Nothing that the global groundsman could do about it, really. They'd have rain every single day of the week. So, you know, there's not much you can do about that as a club if it rains every day. And it was cold, damp, gloomy, no wind, no sun. And we travelled back to shoes, we got out of the car, and it was like getting out of an airplane on holiday. The heat <laughs> just hit my face, and it was absolutely glorious. And uh, I made my other half drive me home so I, could, uh, so I didn't have to drive my car. <laughs> went back to the club. So yeah, with the with the other games of cricket, Hales Owen beat Barnards Green by four wickets. Berkswell beat Mosley by two wickets. Smethwick beat Ombersley by forty five runs. Wolverhampton beat Kiddy by sixty eight runs. Um, it's been a great start for Wolverhampton, um, as I've just mentioned, and then followed that up with that winning draw against Berkswell. Yeah, good start for them, isn't it? I think um, there's been performances from the whole squad, hasn't there? So going through, it's not been a, I don't know, like, well, I think uh, Warwick didn't score runs this weekend and Ben Will scored some they were shared about, weren't they? Um, mm-hmm. Same with the bowling performances, they've been shared around 
So um, it looks like a good all-round team performance so far to start the year. I think um, we did say we thought they were a good team, like they'd do well, didn't we? So yeah, one of one of the unbeaten sides in Division One, Wolverhampton, of one three winning draw on the fourth. Mostly, probably the most surprising of all, having lost the majority of the games that they've been able to get on. I think the the, there's, the surprising thing for me with Wolverhampton is that, you know, Tom Fell hasn't played many games. You know, he obviously got, re- he got released by Worcester and you thought, you know, he's going to play every game. But I think, you know, he's got a a coaching job at a, a school that, that play on Saturdays. He's unable to play as many as I thought he was going to. So... They're doing it without him as well. So, and I know Adam Finch played that one game and blew away Bart Green, but it's the other guys. You know, they look like they've got a good pro this year. Kiwi lad who's scoring a lot of runs. Warwick's doing what Warwick does and takes scores runs and takes wickets. Um, he like he'll 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 do well in any league he plays in. He's just he's that kind of guy. He's very he's just a fierce competitor, but. You know, the likes of Will Neal, he's a he's a quality player as well. And Jaswell, who, who opened the batting form and scored six hundred plus runs last year, he's he's he started off well too. So and, and Joe Stanley, Joe Stanley took a five for on Saturday. They five yeah. He's a, he's a top he's a he's a good bowler and he he'll just get better and better as mm. as he, he gets more experience. So and yeah, then the... and then they got Sam Ellis as well. So <laughs> yeah, you look up and down that squad, you think yeah, not too surprised that they're actually where they are. Yeah, so you look at Kenilworth Wardens, another one of our unbeaten sides. They've played well. They've they've played two games and they've won them both. They've had four games that have been abandoned. The latest one was a victory over. Hales. No wonder you were scared of them, huh? Hales Owen. They put on uh, two hundred and fifty six, <laughs> then bowled out Hales Owen for two ten. They're doing well. They've got a good side, haven't they? I think we all hit them to do well this year. Um... Must be frustrating not to play more cricket. Mm. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Oh, um, just got mad at me. No one wants to say it. No one wants to say it. What's that? Nothing. 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 Um, I, nothing. The other, the other results anyway in Division One. Bart place. Green got sixteen points against Kiddy. Uh, Bart Green getting two hundred. 59 for 7 and then Kidderminster ending 138 for 8 in their 55 overs and then Mosley beat Smethwick by 49 runs Mosley 150 all out and then bowling Smethwick all out for 201 but performance of the week goes to one Jack Grundy Jack Grundy with incredible figures of nine for 35 off 16 overs with six maidens bowling Shrewsbury all out for 79 if they're 32 overs and then K&D were 80 for five in response George Garrett getting a fifer in in that second innings but well what was it like to be on the other end of uh, Jack Grundy masterclass yeah, it's um, he just pulled, he pulled straight in all honesty, and um, and we missed a lot of them. Um, I hope that Mr. Sam Patel took a small note out of his large envelope to buy him a pint at the end of the day after taking the tenth wicket. And we pretty much put the ground in silence, to be honest, because you don't even if even though you're on the receiving end of it, you don't get to see ten for very often, do you? Mm-hmm. I don't. 
You know, I've, I've been, I've seen a nine for before. We won't go on about that, but um, and uh, and a couple of eights, but see a ten would be the huge. It's a huge even to get nine, but to get ten, it's a it's a real shame. Um, I just set the field out myself and said just underarm six at him and let him have his last over. <laughs> but then if we end up getting ten or fifteen off it, and we had get another two weeks and then seven down, you might be thinking. Mm. But um, no, it was a tough, tough, tough day to bat, and um, he just bowled really well. Spot really well. He's always a good bowler, and he has spells like that, doesn't he? Mm. Grundy every now and then, and it'll take a sixth or a seventh. Well, yeah, you look at um, you're looking at you're looking at a wicket every nine runs in the day, nine or ten runs in the yeah. day. So it's 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 got to have been a seamer's dream that, or was it just poor batting well, from both sides? Would you say? Well, um, there was a bit of um, a bit of both, really. I'd say probably a, a few poor shots, maybe a bit of lack of adapting to a pitch which was particularly slow and wasn't going sideways it wasn't doing much off too much off the straight it swung a little bit it was um just early season pitch and it was difficult to bat on so mm. um I mean, for thought in the uh going back to the nets i would have thought for for well 15 batsmen <laughs> mm. amir khan for k and d getting a 50 off uh, 66 balls to see k and d home on that one but yeah if you if you have se- if you haven't seen the video yet it is on k and d's and also our socials of that moment when Samit gets that wicket um but looking at what you don't see is obviously you see alex phillips at short leg with his yeah. hands on his head but you don't see the rest of the guys also <laughs> with their hands on their head and half the spectators as well <laughs> <laughs> and sam is fist pumping <laughs> 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 Looking at Division One as it stands after Week Six, Wolverhampton are top, K and D are second, Halesow in third, Kenilworth Wardens fourth, Berkswell fifth, Ombersley sixth, Barnards Green seventh, Smethwick eighth, Mosley ninth, Barn Green tenth, Shrewsbury eleventh, and Kiddy in twelfth. Now, obviously, like we just mentioned, the season's kind of just starting now, so. You'd, you'd like to imagine that it's going to start to unpick itself now and we're actually going to see the table take shape. But early on, any surprises, anyone? Or is there anyone who's looking particularly tough and looks like they may have got a head start already? Smethwick being down there, that's a surprise, isn't it? Yeah. Is there, have they got a different side or...? No, not really. Um, but I don't think they've got too many too many games on it. Well, they did at the start, to be fair, but... Um... They played week three. I think three, they've been beaten by they two of the teams two, that yeah. we expect to be around them at the end of the season, don't we? You know, they're all going to be close games. Um, it was it Kenilworth and Mosley said, wasn't it? They've lost to Kenilworth week three uh, by five wickets. They lost to Mosley in the last game yeah. by 49 runs. And the week before, they beat Ombersley by 45 runs. There you go. The, the two losses they've had there against the two other teams we've picked to be at the top of the table at the end of the year, so... Um, I'm sure they'll win a few games coming up now. They've got a strong batting side, haven't they? So maybe the maybe these um, rainy pitches that we've had don't suit their style of play. Potentially, they're quite aggressive. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think. But even Mosley being just one place below, you'd probably be surprised that they're, mm. they're down there as well. But um, like you say, we've played two. What's the most games that somebody's played for? Uh, Mosley have played just... four. They've lost. Uh, they lost to Wolves. Lost to K and D. Lost to Berkswell and beat Smethwick. 
Um, yeah. Hales Owen have won two, lost two. Uh, Kiddy have lost three, drawn one. Um, and Wolverhampton have won three, winning draw with one. The team with the least games played is Barnt Green, who lost to Wolves at Wolverhampton and drew uh, with got that winning draw against Kiddy. Uh, yep. This week, that's gone. Um, Kenilworth Wardens also played two, and they've won both of their games. So yeah, it's um, it's going to be interesting to see how this all unpacks. Because obviously, even the sides who have got on, even though they may have lost, they've still picked up bonus points and the such like. Yeah, I think when you, I think you look at it from the bottom of the table to the top of the table. I think bottom to top is about sixty points, isn't it? Yeah, so it's not a huge. Um, points gap even though there's some teams played a couple more and yeah uh, some teams winning more it's still not a huge with it with it going into win lose draw season now do you think that sides who are finding themselves down there if they're winning the toss they're going to be a bit more aggressive with their choices at the toss well we're during a good bit of weather i think we'll see a lot of teams batting first um going for the 24 definitely i think teams have been batting first anyway to be mm. honest I, I know that you've been able to get on you see a bit of rain around teams have wanted to get out there and bat. So um depends on your ground, what team you put out, I guess. But um you might find the teams at the top look to get out there and get runs on the board and then teams that are struggling a bit might look to pick their bonus points. You can you know, you can hang in there on bonus points. So mm. um it's a last year you find yourself out of the race early on with a win lose. You know, the teams that win all their games get out in front and then you can find yourself 80, 90 points adrift very quickly. Um, whereas, you know, if you can put positive results together and get enough bonus points in this section, which is a long section of the season, you'll probably find that when we get to a white ball later, there won't be as huge a gap as there was last year. And it might be a close end to the season. Mm. This is my prediction. It'll be a Sounds few good. teams in it, both ends of the table, um, with all possibilities. Yeah, it's going to be the next few weeks are going to be the really interesting ones. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how that pans out with our next episode in the next couple of weeks. But anyway, Chef, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I, uh, expecting uh, Beef to turn up any minute now. But uh, yeah, but yeah I'm Beautiful. ready. To, to right, talk let's about get ourselves moved on to Division 2. So in Division 2, just like in Division 1, Division 2 nearly got a full round of fixtures in in both weeks 5 and 6. Bromsgrove were unable to get their game on against West Bromwich, Dartmouth. They've been having some troubles this year with their ground, haven't they? But uh, looks like by Twitter that they've got it all sorted, so that's great news for them. And uh, Dorridge's championship push was held back as they could not get on at home to Himley. This allowed Litchfield to race up to joint first with two big statement victories against Werfield and Bridge North. Another side who have made the most of the last two weeks have been Coventry and North Warwickshire. The Warwickshire champs put together two victories that have seen them fly up the table and they sit in third place, one win behind Dorridge and Litchfield. At the other end of the table, it's looking bleak for Tamworth and Werfield who have yet to get a win on the board with both teams having played four of their six games so far. So, Sam, how are you reading Division 2 so far this season? I think the same as Div 1, really. The, you can't really read too much into it still. Um, 
you know, I know the likes of, you know, Sheffield and Tam have had won a game, but they've they've actually had quite a, well, they've had a few very close games, which could have gone either way. So I don't think, um, I think a win is just around the corner for, for those two, especially for maybe Wimmerfield when they're, their pro is back um, fit. I mean, he's missed the last two games. I don't know how many more he's going to miss, but uh, he, he started really well for them and he seemed to blow away the top order in most of the games he played. So, yeah, he's a huge miss for them. And the Tamworth, I think they're just, they're itching, aren't they? Itching to get that song out, but hasn't hasn't happened yet. I think they're saving it for me, I reckon. <laughs> I jinxed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've well they've um, got Bromsgrove up next, so that that's a side who have you know they haven't got a run of form be together because you know they've played two games, off. lost one, drawn one. Yeah, that's that's a big game. That obviously Bromsgrove haven't played much cricket yet, and you know it's a it's a very new side as well. Bromsgrove, they're you know quite a few leaving and and getting a few players in, so it's going to take a while for them to gel, and you know they're missing the likes of. You know, Gary Williams isn't playing as 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 many games, I don't think, and you know, not having Ash Newfield either, who I think he joined the police, so he, he can't play as many games. There's two very experienced bowlers for them, so it's going to take a while for them to click. And you know, I think they're they to... getting called off on a Wednesday as well. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know, no Bromsgrove. It's not the easiest place to bat anyway, but mm. they've had. Uh, They've had no cricket there, and yeah, it's gonna be gonna be gonna be difficult for them. But yeah, it's a massive game on on Saturday between them two because it's a great opportunity for them to get a get a win on the board and get get their season started. Yeah, I mean they started they, they start they started well yes. in their last game against Harbour, didn't they, Sam? Started well in their last game against Harbour, bowling them out for 193. Uh, but then at the other end. In the second inning, you've got a certain Oliver Hannon Dalby who comes out and yeah. bowls sixteen overs, <laughs> five for eighteen with nine maidens, uh, and he kind of one point one three for any of those if you want the maths. Um, fun. Sounds like the rest of them couldn't get a bat on it enough to nick it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah, it's not really fair, that is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could have been nine. Uh, shame. Yeah, I didn't even realise that I, um, he was Harborn's contracted player, but I'm thinking about the next few weeks. I'm thinking, oh, he doesn't play much blast cricket. Yeah, I reckon I'll be seeing him. I'll be seeing him soon, I think. <laughs> be nice. I'll, I'll probably be opening the batting by then as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've also got, you've also got as well as Oliver Hannandale, but you've also got Swapnil Gagali as well, who's uh, still bowling really well. And he bowled nine overs, two for two. 11 with four maidens so it was it was toyed uh by that uh harbour bowling attack and if i mean if they can like you said if they can get oliver Hannon dalby out for a good run of games that's gonna shoot them at the table you'd like to think wouldn't you sam yeah i mean harbour are usually there or thereabouts as well but you know, they haven't started as well as they usually do so yeah if he if he can here he is <laughs> here he comes the man Schiffel's, we've all been Schiffel's waiting for. Schiffnell's Han and Dalby. <laughs> Schiffnell's Han and Dalby. <laughs> Here he is. The man that you've been waiting for, guys. It is the man himself. 
Andrew Hello. B. Harrison. How are we, Beefy? <laughs> All right. How are we? Good, mate. You good? You've joined us right at the perfect time, mate. We're talking about Division 2 and how things are looking, mate, and talking about uh, uh, Hannon Dalby turning out for uh, Harborn and uh, bowling 16 overs, 5 for 18 with nine maidens. Ain't bad, is it? Teddy, <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> 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 Trying yeah, to after weeks of painting. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's pretty decent, eh? Uh, yeah, not bad person to have turned out for a for a week. <laughs> well, we're we're we thinking he, he doesn't play much blast cricket, so he he might yeah. play a few, which is a bit of a worry because we haven't played him yet. Oh God, we got uh, we got called off and we got abandoned a couple of weeks ago mm. against him. So yeah, we we won't have him to the second half now. Yeah, West Harborn's next fixtures are West Brom, Tamworth, Bridge North, Werfield. So that's a uh, few sides in your bottom half there. <laughs> Good say. Good say. <laughs> yeah, Harborn, Harborn are the type type of team that get on a bit of a run. They um they you know they they they're hard to stop. You know, you talk about Swapnell who I'm pretty sure when he first came over, he was mainly he was mainly just a batter, but he mm. seems to pick up a lot of wickets now. So, yeah, you know, he, he gets hundred against us every time we play him. So, <laughs> but he'll probably get five for as well now. Brilliant. <laughs> so one of those sides who aren't doing so well. So obviously, we've mentioned that Coventry and North Warwickshire are doing seriously well with three victories out of their four. Their only loss coming to West Brom. The opposite side of the coin, Tamworth, uh, newly promoted side, four losses and beef. They're a side that you've played recently. Um, how did Tamworth seem when you faced them? Yeah, I mean, it's a game we, we should have won a bit more convincingly, but obviously went to the wire and we, we just about scraped and got over the line in the end. Um, I think so far, looking at their results, they've they've had a few tight games, and uh, you know I think they're the sort of team that it's almost a bit a bit like we were hoping as well. Maybe if you get a win, you're going to get a run. I think they've got a good enough side. There's a lot of talent there. It's just not quite worked for them so far. So uh, I expect them if they do get a victory, um, I would have thought they could get a little run run together. So, but there's a lot a lot of decent players there. Obviously. Um, they had um, Mark Watt playing for him against us, and he's obviously absolute class. So whether or not they get him out for a few more games, mm. I would have thought he could win a couple of matches on his own. He's, he's quality. Yeah, the four games they've obviously lost are Dorridge, Himley, Cov, who are your top four, and then Schiffnell, a side who mm. people would expect to be up there. It's not been the best of starts, though, for your boys, Andy. Uh, you guys hoping to bring it back in the next part of the season with a few regular, more consistent games of cricket? Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think we've had our strongest side out yet this season, um, but it's no excuse. We should be doing a lot better. Um, but the boys are all together and, you know, there's a lot of new faces in the change room. I think it's just going to take a bit of time to gel, but I think we will get there. Um, obviously, uh, I'm hoping uh, this, well, I'm injured, so I'll be out for a couple of weeks now. Um but I think we've got a few players available this week. So hopefully we can put a, a strong side out Saturday and get back to winning ways. What are you done? It's my shoulder. I've got a, an issue. I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go have it seen on, on Friday. Um, but I just, I've had it since uh, pre-season, two weeks before the season started. And 
I thought it might be a little tweak and it once I warmed it up it wasn't too bad. But on Saturday I bowled first four overs okay and then all of a sudden I, I couldn't bowl. So mm. it wasn't wasn't good. Sometimes you just gotta warm it up a little before it's any good though, aren't you? I thought it was going all right and I thought it warmed up, but nah, it's, it's, it's no good, mate. It's no good. Getting old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in division two Dorridge and Litchfield lead the way they're joint top Coventry and North Warwickshire in third Himley in fourth West Bromwich Dartmouth in fifth Harborn in sixth Bridge North in seventh Leamington in eighth with joint with Schiffnell and Bromsgrove in tenth Tamworth in eleventh and in twelfth are Werfield so general thoughts on division two guys obviously kind of a bit like what we were saying earlier with division one it's it's only the season's only really going to get going now and maybe it'll start to ebb and flow a bit more and we'll see some sides shoot up and down the table with you know only takes a a big win yeah um, yeah like like you like you said about uh like when we had um with uh taron on from coventry he said that they had some good team unity and the squads all together and they're they're a good group. So, um, how's he getting on for them? <laughs> he's left, I think, isn't he? He's gone. He's gone and played in the home counties. So, yeah, it was uh, good to get him on before he left. Um... <laughs> yeah. I, I've got to be honest. I never knew that. That's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I've got to say, no, their um, no, their overseas, their overseas was very, very, very talented. Batted very, very well at our place. Yeah, I mean, I I picked him in the um when we did that uh, draft thing, but mm. he uh he hasn't scored as many runs since I picked him. But it it looks like they're they're all kind of chipping in, and they're you know the bowlers taking three or four wickets each, and they're um yeah they look a good side. So yeah, we've got we've got them this Saturday. You know, we're quite confident after after the win Saturday. So yeah, it should be a good game, and mm. we're trying to hopefully make make a. Cricket Meadow a bit of a fortress this year, so it'd be good to get a a win under our belts there. Yeah, fortress so, Whitney, <laughs> fortress Whitney. Um, so Lemington, the results that we've had in these last two weeks: Lemington beat Werfield by 188 runs, Shifnal beat Tamworth by a wicket, Coventry and North Warwickshire beat Harborne by 25 runs, as mentioned. Dorridge, Himley, Bromsgrove, West Brom both got abandoned. Litchfield beats Bridge North by 37 runs. And then this week just gone. Himley beat West Brom by 48 runs. That's a big victory, that one. Um, Bridge North beat Schiffnell by six wickets. Litchfield beat Werfield by six wickets. Bowling Werfield all out for 55. The second week in a row that Werfield haven't been able to make 100 plus in their innings. And then Dorridge bowled out Lemington for 99 and then knocked them off two down. And then Coventry beat Tamworth in the game between the two promoted sides. Coventry winning by four wickets. And then Harborne with that winning draw, as we mentioned earlier. Leading the runs, we've got a Shane Dowrich of Lemington and then Shivan Bamry of Coventry in second place. And Bazit's a man in third. Bazit's a man also is one of the top players for strike rate in the league with 132.28. Silly, so, 100 more than mine. 
Oh, brilliant. And uh, with the ball, Samir Vora of Coventry and North Warwickshire and Liam Brazier lead the way both with 13 wickets. Tom Warner with 10 wickets. In fourth place, the Werther's Wonder with eight wickets. And he also has some of the best figures in the league. He picked up five for 40. Any any players that have stood out for you or any results or any teams that stand out for you in Division 2? Shane's 150. That's a big score in it this time of year. Yeah, I mean, to go out there and get hundred is the I best mean, of times, but to get one fifty when it's, the pitches aren't exactly been battered friendly, that's got to have been a decent knock. Yeah, but it was at Worthfield, and it, I don't think it it actually hasn't rained at Worthfield. So, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, but then um, the dome it, again, have they? The, yeah, <laughs> they, they, uh, they've got some full full ground uh, covers. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, they obviously play a lot. Of, they they managed to get games on pitches. You know, they scored when when everyone was getting rolled for fifteen and sixty. That was six hundred runs scored there. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I think it, you know, with their overseas being uh, injured, looking at their bowling attack. I mean, obviously they have Ben Parker, but you know, the likes of Greg Wright was bowling. Um, <laughs> I think they used nine bowlers that day. So. Everyone had a bit of a go, but yeah, I heard. I think I think they dropped him on naught as well. I think I heard that. So yeah, a bit of a costly drop, that. Yeah, not a good day. Uh, <laughs> from people, from guys that we played, the Litchfield, you know, they they got two forty against us, and they're, you know, they've got three good, very good seamers. We probably could have taken advantage more of their fourth and fifth bowlers, but with their the damage had already been done, but. You know, their their captain Riley Ward, who the Aussie, he's he's a very very good cricketer, like yeah. big tall seamer, hits the deck, um, and scores runs as well. He's uh, very good. And Rinder was back his first game of the season after his ban from last year, so that was nice to catch him on his first game back. And you know he, he bowled okay. Um, and then did he get a did he get a five for this Saturday? Didn't he? And then he got five against Whitfield, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty handy for them to have a pretty decent start, and then for him to come back in, and they're in the top two. They're, uh, yeah, they're going to be there or thereabouts. They, they kind of all batted quite well against us. You know, there was like forties, fifties, sixties. So, you know, they they kind of shared about a little bit with the bat, and yeah, good side, good good cricket side. Anyone you expect to kind of start moving up the table? Other than Shane's, other than Shane's not. This week, I don't think there's been a great deal of, uh, of runs, as in somebody going back to the 50s or something like that. Is there? There's a, uh, I mean, if you look at the list, apart from the Dorito, apart from the Dorito, oh, want <laughs> to mention it? I mean, want to mention it? If, if we're gonna talk about it, go on. And it, and it was a pretty good knock, wasn't it? Lockers, he batted well. Oh, I'll give him that. He he did bat very well. I think he had a he had a big lifeline on about. So was he on about forty odd? He, he, he just he just got fifty, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I. I thought it was a bad decision. I'm not going to say any more than that. But. Uh, yeah. He, he. He gave a couple of hard, tough chances. But apart from that, it was a. It was a great knock, mate. I'll, I'll give him that hundred percent. I think after the game, I think all of us just just said fair play. He's won you the game, and he really. Um, yeah. Fantastic knock. Um, but you just, the one thing with lockers is, I think it'd be nice to see him back it up and do it again. 
I think over the years, I don't think he's, you know, I think the last time I recorded him getting a big one, he got it first game of the season. Uh, Hales Owen, was it? He got 150 for, yeah. was it Oswald? Oh, oh, yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, I haven't really seen him get big, big runs since. So, uh, you know, it, the only thing he missed out was, you know, he was very unselfish and uh, didn't get his 100 in the end. He didn't let Simo knock him off. But, you know, it, it was a knock that deserved 100, to be honest with you. Yeah, definitely. I think, and that's the thing with Ryan. He's you know, he's always showed promise, and well, I would say he's well. He, he's thirty now. It's not like he's a. It's not like he's a young lad coming through anymore. But and he's had spells where you think he's just gonna he's just gonna take it away from you, and he's gonna he's gonna go and score that eight hundred nine hundred thousand runs a season, and yeah, and just hasn't seemed to have done that. There's been a couple of years where he's gone six hundred plus, but. Yeah, uh, it was just, it was probably one of the best. I, I've seen him score 100, but it was uh, probably one of the best innings I've seen, considering we, we haven't really done much with the bat so far this season. So, but yeah, ho- hope. You hopefully, got, you got you a know, nice it, 48, it, and Laird, he got a 50 the week before, though, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't mention it. I think but, it, was um, like, it, was, it was nice to see Lady bowling well Saturday. Yeah, Lady bowled really well, and he's he, he did that last week. He bowled ten on the bounce last week, and uh, he was really unlucky not to get a wicket. And yeah, it was good. You know, it, the the ball that got your pro. I mean, everyone said that we got everyone out. Nip back, nip back, took his middle stump. It was a, a beauty. But yeah, good. I mean, I thought we actually bowled really. The seam was especially bowled really well, and then Borsy, you know, got away with a few full tosses at the start, but and then he, he got the wickets. At, um, just kept taking regular wickets, and you boys just—I don't know—really know what happened. You just over just patting them back, or and then and then wickets and wickets fall in. They just didn't get going. Anyone really did you? Apart from Leezy, no. Leezy, Leezy looked quite good. Um, yeah, he's he's impressed with the bat actually. Um, it was just kind of the, pitch, really, but yeah, yeah, he's he's batted well. That the first fifty he got start of the season against Coventry was was close to being a match winning fifty, really, but. Um, yeah, he got overshadowed by the overseas, but apart from that, you know, he's he has he stood up with the bat, so hopefully that's a good start. And uh, you know, again, he he probably deserved his fifty at the weekend. He fell short, but hopefully he can back it up this week and get himself a big hundred. Mm. Selling houses, I think. Uh, I hope not. He <laughs> <laughs> better not be. Yeah, Lockett's <laughs> got ninety-seven off one hundred and eight balls, thirteen fours, three sixes, a strike rate of eighty-nine point eight one. The only other person to trouble the scores on that day was Matt Simmons with twenty-six not out, and while well, Seb Scott also managed to get into double figures with sixteen. Uh, for Shiftall, Ben Lee's got forty-five, Jack Edwards thirty-two, and Charlie Home twenties, and Alex Riley got an eighteen. Beef a nice six. Not out for you as well, mate. Good for the average. How many balls did I face? It's got to be my record. 17. <laughs> 17. It felt like a lot more than that. I reckon I tried to sweep at least 13 of them. Definitely. <laughs> 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 you, like, you like a small strike rate against us, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's a shame, really. It does It does seem to always come around, actually. Yeah. yeah. It does seem to seem to happen. Always have an interesting game against you, boys. Um, so I think that moves us on to our final section so once again (laughs) 
so once again thank you <laughs> so once again thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of the Birmingham League show as always if you want to get involved please send us an email to cowcornerpodcast at gmail.com or send us a dm in our socials twitter facebook instagram youtube whatever you like um also beef you weren't here but Cowpod 23, the big cow corner day out on the 23rd of June. It's, uh, well, by the time this comes out, it'll be less than a month away. Um, and it's going to be a big day, in it? Yeah, very much looking forward to it. I'm pretty sure it's not the stag do I'm on. It's the week after, I think. But uh, yeah, I'm very, very much looking forward to it. It's going to be absolutely buzzing. <laughs> cow corner taking over, mate. Mate, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. And we were saying it's, that if uh, it's like... It, are all, are all the boys coming? What's what's the crack? Is everyone everyone coming? Every every Whitney, everyone's coming. Will everyone from Ponsby? Everyone from Ponsby's coming. Where were we? Where were we last year? Was it Bushwhackers? Was it not Bushwhackers? No, uh, Walkabout. Walkabout. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Swifty. Messy. Messy. Is your phone? Is your phone? That was, that is, was is when it, I lost my your, phone. Is your phone still there? <laughs> lost my phone yeah falling asleep in the taxi on the way to shrewsbury fell out my pocket like the first time when we were still in the queue and then the bouncers thought that we were part of the birmingham phoenix because you were all wearing the kits and they were like oh, come straight in guys come straight in we sat down at the table we were at the back of the queue yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're in sh- we're all in shape then we're all in peak physical condition i think then um sam's, not talk about sam, me, sam's going like talk about yeah. talk about yourself <laughs> how many tickets have we sold there then quite a lot um i i don't have the number to toast to hand but yeah we've we've we're well over about 60 70 odd at the moment but we've obviously got lots more to sell and it's early days so make sure you get there get on it Get on the ticketing website, cowpod23, and it will select, put you in the two areas where we are located, the two blocks that we've got at the Hollies. Then you can pick your seats of where you want to sit. Then once you've booked your tickets, let us know who is coming and what club you're from so then we can let Warwickshire, Edge, Baston, Birmingham Bears know who you are, that you can get the discounted food and drink. And then we are going to be doing a club V club challenge at the interval. And it's going to be big. And if we can pull off what we are trying to pull off, it's that would be worth turning up on its own. It's going to be a big day. Got to make sure you do not miss out. It's going to be seriously fun. And make sure you bring your opponents as well. Make sure that you uh, get them to come along as well. So you're all uh, you can all talk about it the next day. Oh, mother bugger. Pretty good, that. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, really excited for that and uh, looking forward to, well, the next time we're we're together. We're, it'll only be a couple of weeks away until we're doing that. So, uh, yeah, maybe we'll even take some of the equipment and we'll get some interviews whilst we're there of uh, some very some people living their best life let's say yeah anyway uh once again thank you very much uh for tuning in make sure you like share and subscribe and if you want to give us a good rating that's a great as well um anyway thank you very much andy for turning up great having you here at the end sorry it's late mate but you know work to be done no, I, I get that. Andy Harrison painting Always and decorating for any of you want a uh, good painting and decorating done in your house. I know that you're absolutely slammed at the moment. Not, not, so busy. A... not, not, not this year. Not <laughs> this year. 
<laughs> if you want it done next year uh, or by the next Olympics. Um, thank you very much, Will. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> and thank you very much, Sam. Cheers, mate. I think uh, I think our friends at friends Storage aren't going to be very happy. They're flying high at the top of the league. We didn't even mention that. But... Uh... <laughs> Dave Ball still carrying Dave on. Dave Ball so. CC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give him a little mention. Well done. George well Rhodes done. as well. I, I, I was going to mention him. He's got a ridiculous average and he's doing really well. So, yeah, him as well. But, yeah, anyway, there we go. Got well them done. all in. <laughs> about it all well, in the end. well done, guys. Anyway, until the next time, goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>